Mr. Wick is back to fight for his freedom. Today I'm talking about John Wick Chapter 4. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Up Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about the fourth John Wick movie, uh, a movie that has now become the reference point for any R-rated movie that features guns and martial arts used together. So yeah, and it's one of those things where I'm sure a lot of people have wondered where they could go or if they could keep the momentum going, and they delivered one of the best action movies of last year. So without further ado, let's get started. I wasn't sure where the John Wick franchise would go after this. Though not originally crafted as a franchise, the movies have all had a distinctive idea or function in its lead character story. The first film was a revenge return to the underworld that John left behind. The second film was being pulled, fully pulled back into said world and all of its obligations, while expanding our understanding of said world. And the third was John attempting to make right with the high table before deciding that his freedom wasn't worth compromising his friendships. And now for number four, he's got to go straight at him, doesn't he? Well, not exactly. After recovering from being shot off the roof of the New York Continental, John is on the warpath against the High Table. But when he quickly discovers that the High Table is more of a hydra than a snake, he decides to work with his allies to maneuver a way to be truly and finally out. It won't surprise you to learn that if you liked the other John Wick movies, chances are you'll love this one too. The franchise's approach to action and world-building is still very much intact, Keanu is as committed as ever, and the new additions both grant gravitas and fun new wrinkles on the franchise's familiar approach to action. So here's what stands out. First and foremost, a strong thematic focus. I'll never claim that the John Wick movies are thematically driven. Almost every character beat and plot twist is designed to ratchet up the action in some way or set up the next set piece, but that's not the case this time around. This time, there's a larger focus on what John's struggle actually means, which is finding peace. He's tired of, he's tried fighting the high table, he's tried serving the high table, and now he'll fight it one last time with the express purpose of not having to fight it again. This is reinforced by the journeys of John's rivals and fellow assassins, Kane, played by Donnie Yen, who is trying to serve the table to be able to be with his daughter again, and Shamir Anderson, who seems to think oh, becoming part of the table is his key to wealth and happiness. And everyone's wrong. What I find clever is that the solutions John and his allies come up with are using the system's rules or joint motivations to move towards the end goal. It means we get this offbeat trio fighting off goons together because their interconnected interests either need John to be alive so they can kill him, or because his success will benefit them. Also, damn this movie looks good. The John Wick movies have never looked bad, but the cinematography in this movie is especially impressive. As much as these movies have become the benchmark and reference point for stunt-fueled R-rated madness, Part of what I love is the dedication and time put into creating awesome sets, crafting excellent shots, and overall looking awesome before the action starts. Director St Chad Stalski has jokingly talked about how he used the talking portions <laughs> for people to use the bathroom, but that's not the approach he's using as a filmmaker. If he can make the location look awesome and bask in the deep orange glow, this movie's primary color, they're gonna do that. But let's get to the real reason we're here, which is the action, which is as great as ever. The John Wick franchise has succeeded on the action front by constantly introducing new things into its well-established formula. 
It's going to be a mostly grounded blend of tactical gunfu and hand-to-hand -hand combat, with an emphasis on over-the-top finishers and plenty of physical comedy or dark humor peppered in. So what's this? What's new this time around? Well, it's a blend of players, locations, and weaponry. The main new player is Donnie Yen's Kane, a blind assassin the high table sends to take out John, and he's an absolute delight. Partially because he's writing on the same easygoing energy that Mark Damascos was writing on in Chapter 3, and partially because he seems so casual about everything, including pitched firefights and melee bouts. You can tell his fingerprints are all over his fight work as well, too. It's also the first time in a bit the franchise has given John a singular challenger that also has understandable motivation, and Yen provides that as well. Likewise, we get blade-wielding goodness from Hiroki Sanada and pop star badass Rina Sa uh, Sawayama, who back John up with katanas in Japan. Scott Atkins in a fat suit as one of John's targets, and Shamir Anderson impresses as a sniper assassin and dog trainer Mr. Nobody, who's also on John's trail. On the location and weaponry front, we get to use some novel weapons, like nunchucks for one, one go round, and then some explosive rounds during the film's final action stretch that also adds an overhead camera shot for added fun. Combined with clever uses, use of Paris's layout, including a very, very, very long flight of stairs and the Arc de Triomphe traffic circle. The vibe, like all of the best sequels, is that this is well within the established style, but doesn't feel like a rehash of things they've done before. The verdict is, it's one of last year's best action movies. Still a gold standard, but bull with bullet-riddled brutality, John Wick Chapter 4 may be the franchise's high watermark. 8 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.